0: welcome to living with intention i am april wyatt your wellness advocate and i am so grateful that you're here today during our time together we will explore ways to connect the mind body and spirit to allow growth from within and by utilizing my own intuition and experiences I will guide you through a variety of techniques which will assist you to bring you back to your true essence. Now I invite you to take a moment, set your intention with curiosity, opening your mind and heart to receive as you discover more about your own abilities for expansion. Well, welcome, friends, to this new series, Shifting from Surviving to Thriving. I haven't had the opportunity to share my journey of how I've worked in different environments. And working um, in the Pacific Northwest, where I'm from, there was a lot of agriculture businesses and a lot of opportunities for youth to work in the fields, So I picked strawberries, Logan berries. I even dug up flower bulbs and literally worked my way up as it was like, woohoo, I get to go to the bulb barn, uh, which was the assembly line to where they shipped out bulbs um, across the nation. And then after that, then that was through um, high school, junior high and high school. Then I worked out of high school. I worked in a job um, with a chicken processing plant, uh, cutting up and packaging chicken parts. Could you see me with my hairnet and (laughs) boots and all bundled up in this processing plant? But that's what I did because that's where the money was. And then after school, um, graduating from high school, I went to community college for a year. And then I was married and moved to Southern California. And in that location, even back then in the late 80s, you still needed two incomes to survive, to make ends meet. And I was able to work myself up in most positions because working in those fields and having that strong work ethic, I was able to um, persevere. I needed to achieve more in order to prove my worth to gain more income. I fell into that trap that we all seem to fall into as to finish high school or get your GED, go to college in order to obtain a job that will allow you to f- live comfortably or to afford your expenses. And you know what? For some that works and that's okay. Okay. But lately, and actually the last 10 years, I've heard more and more from those in their 30s and older that they feel something's missing in their lives. That they tend to get stuck in the grind of the same routine and basically are miserable in their jobs and don't really feel that their lives are fulfilled. And even though they're aware of that, they don't know where to start or even what to do. So for myself, I can only speak for myself here. I was able to think outside the box. You know, I wanted more for myself and I had to take some pretty big risks and really step into my courageous heart. And most importantly, I built trust within myself and realized I can't compare myself to others and their achievements because no one is me. So my friends, here I am today on my own podcast, living life with curiosity and still keeping that courage as I'm connecting with other like-minded individuals to share their stories to expand the collective consciousness. And that's why you're here today. In this series, you will hear from others who have experiences of being in the grind and not feeling gratified by their work or life that they're living and how they've transitioned into a space of expansion Satisfaction and appreciation of the work and service they are now living. My first guest of this series, she will talk about her journey from corporate life to owning her own business. Today we have Terry Good, who is an amazing, courageous human. And, you know, from an outsider's view, of her life before. Somebody would think that she had everything anyone could want. She uh, was in a big time career, making great income, connecting with upscale people. And she shared with me she felt unfulfilled and took that leap of faith of self-discovering, starting to seek healing modalities and this helped her open her own business as a fitness and wellness advocate supporting and inspiring others to live healthier and balanced life. Terry is a Jesus follower, a former gym owner, cookbook author, wellness presenter, Reiki master and personal trainer. As I said before, she owns her own online wellness facility that synergistically bridges the gap in spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional wellness, and of course, as always, I've worked one on one with Terry, and I love absolutely love her approach to supporting individuals on a holistic manner, and and she really walks side by side to guide you through life's challenges. So without further ado, I invite you to welcome Terry Good to this series. Welcome Terry.
1: Hi April, thank you so much for having me. What a great yeah. introduction. Thank you. That, You're that most welcome. I appreciate that.
0: Yes, oh. and we appreciate you being here to share share who you are and, and your journey. So for those who, uh, who aren't aware of who you are, if you could just introduce yourself and give us a sure. little insight to, to that journey you, you experienced.
1: Sure. Well, um, gosh, it's always hard to figure out like where to start. But I think I'll just go back to when I taught my first aerobics class. I was 17 years old. I was, I was a cheerleader, so I was used to being in front of people. But I ha- was attending this class, and the instructor—I don't know what happened to her, but she, for some reason she didn't show up. And it was to Kenny Loggins' "The Danger Zone" was the very first warm-up song, <laughs> and I knew it by heart, and I could probably do it for you. You know, like if you could cue some music, I could probably throw it down right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, maybe I could. I don't know. Anyway, 17, the instructor didn't show up and I taught my first aerobics class. Um, people volunteered me and I was like, whatever, we could do it, right? Like let's throw the music on and just do what we can do. And so after that first class, I was hooked. I was just hooked on fitness. Um, I grew up in a household where health and wellness, um, you know, it wasn't quite at the forefront. We didn't really eat very healthy. Um, my parents didn't really exercise. My mom always tried to It's still good habits on us, but boy, did we fight her tooth and nail, so we can't blame her. <laughs> at seven, at seventeen teaching that class, it really was just it was like a light bulb turned on, and I was like, This is amazing. People can get paid for this. I want to do this yeah. <laughs> um, I want to get paid to dance around and have a good time let's let's go um so that was my first class I taught through college and then um Yeah. Fast forward. I I did some bodybuilding. I was a bodybuilder for years. And during that time, and and that kind of sums back to my childhood, I was really in my masculine energy. So I was a doer. I was like, do, 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 do. And forget about feelings. Don't worry about those things. They don't help you. (laughs) Like I was in survive mode. Like you said, survival, survival versus thriving. And, um, I would say that while that survival mode, that masculine energy really served me through my childhood, it kind of got me like my big brothers were supposed to be babysitting me when I was a kid and they, they weren't around much. So if I wanted to not be left at home alone, I would get, I had to get up and keep up with them. And so I think that's where all of that really started was like, you know, if you want to have fun. And have a good time. You got to go, girl. You got to go. And so I really used that. And it worked to my advantage up to about, I would say like my mid thirties, I worked in, in corporate wellness and I was just having the best time. I was making great money working with people I absolutely loved, but I just felt like there had to be more there had to be something that I was missing because life couldn't just be about putting together the perfect workout. You know, it just felt we're helping people get skinnier. You know, like we grew up in the eighties and nineties. I, I feel like you and I have had a conversation. About um, I can't speak for you, but you know, like exercise was meant to, like you used it to stay thin and look a certain way as opposed to just celebrating and having fun with it and enjoying seeing what your body could do. Yeah, um, And I just was, yeah, I was just ready for a change. Yeah. Ready for a so, change.
0: so what changed, what, what shifted, what was that shift for you as, as you were connecting with these amazing people, making great money? I mean, what was that for you? What, what made you shift from that more masculine driven energy to,
1: Oh, what else is there? Well, I guess it would be that, you know, I've always wondered what makes people tick. And um, I don't know, I grew up in a time where, like I said, it was like the drill sergeant, if you can think of like, the most drill sergeant type of trainer possible, like that was kind of my shtick. you know, that was kind of my little thing that I did. And um, I don't know, I just kind of got sick of using that thinking, okay, so I'm reaching people that are willing to beat their bodies up, but I'm not reaching the people that are hurting that really need, mm. that really need my help. And, and how do you do that? Because shame is not a good way, <laughs> a good way to get results out of someone. Mm. Shame is not a good motivator. How do we, you know, really my question was, how do we intrinsically motivate people as opposed to um, giving someone the next shtick gimmick that is going to keep them interested for a season. Like, how do we get people into the long-term health and wellness train? How do we get them there?
0: Yeah. It becomes more of a life habit instead of a quick fix. I need to lose 20 pounds. And then that's when people gain it back so quickly or, you know, just that, that yo-yo stuff that happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> And I don't, I don't mean to poo poo that if someone's having success, that's wonderful. Like where you're at, that's, if you're having some success, that's fantastic. Um, But I really think it's important to know the difference between um, what, what motivates you for a season and what is going to be a long-term goal.
0: Yes, there is a big difference there, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I have a question for you. Um, so this physical shift, right? And your approach and in, in, in supporting others. But what about that internal shift for you? What, what um, kind of sparked, what, what opened, what did you discover more about yourself as you shifted into that
1: role? It was the passing of my mother. It was the passing of my mother. It was like that was a big aha light bulb moment. I I remember I we remember um, putting in her earrings because she had these little emerald earrings, and her birthday is in um, May, and so it's her birthstone. And I was putting them in, and um, and and my mom and I were pretty close. I used to call her basically every day. You know, I mean, like it would be rare that we didn't talk. You know six out of seven days a week. And so as, after she passed, I was putting her earrings in and I, it was almost like I could hear her say to me, you know, those are my birthstone. And I was like, duh, why do you think I'm putting them in? You know, that banter that kids have with are kind of like, oh, well, of course, that's why I'm wearing them. And it just felt like she was there with me. And I thought, I, I, that was my, that was my shift of like, Okay, Terry, you're not gonna keep manipulating the physical world. I mean, this is all temporary. This is temporary. You've got you've got a lot bigger things to do than just sell people a workout. A lot bigger. And that's when I started getting into energy work and started doing a lot more prayer and really going, you know, really connecting and committing to my own spiritual practice. So yes. that was the shift from that physical to like, okay, we're eternal. So what am I doing? Just messing around with that stuff, right? Like it's fun. I like it. It's, it's an important people should exercise, but it should be in ways that you love, you know, you should eat healthier foods, but because you want to nourish your body. And then let's talk about, like you said, the internal part of it.
0: Most definitely. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they're so focused on the external, such as the body and what it looks like and comparing themselves to other people who, you know, that's an illusion. You can't be that other person. You know, you can only be you. And by building a more of a holistic approach. And for those who do not know, holistic means mind, body and spirit. So having more of a deeper connection to yourself really helps to motivate you that much more. It's not a it means to an end, you know. It's it's building a relationship and and learning and unlearning things, behaviors, thought processes, and um, really building that relationship with you.
1: Mm, big time, and, and can I say not just comparing with others, but even your old self. Ah, uh, I. I can't yes. do what I did when I was 20. Yes. I'm 48. I can do some pretty cool stuff, but I can't do what I did when I was 20. So what? Because there's not a reason not to go do something.
0: Oh, that is perfect, Terry. Yeah, I hope everybody right? heard that, right? You're competing with your old self, basically, the yeah. mind comparing. And, and yeah, we can't go back. So what can you do now? What can you what do can now? What can you do Not. What can't you do? Because a lot of people, I hear a lot of people talk about that because for those who aren't aware, my husband's a triathlete and he's going to be 60 soon. And people are like, well, I can't do that, you know, and, and cause they're putting themselves yeah, most people in can't. Shoes. <laughs> and so, yeah,
1: it's, it's, what can you do right now? That's what, what matters. What can you do right now? Yes. And I feel like shifting from more of the spiritual, emotional, finding that connection and doing small things that soothe and um, support your body. I feel like when you do, when you focus on those things, it makes completing physical tasks easy. Like I feel like uh, before I started doing Reiki with you, I my transition started when my mom passed. I started working on my internal, really started thinking about like my soul and my soul's purpose. But once we did our Reiki sessions and I really committed to my morning routine of prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got to where, you know, like, if you can think of how most athletes, they're like, When they wake up, the first thing they want to do is they want to get in to get their fitness on, right? Like they want to get their workouts in or I mean, think of that was a big shift for me to go, okay, you know what I really miss if I don't do anything all day is I miss my meditation in the morning. I miss that cup of coffee with myself or spark or water or, you know, whatever it is that you like to drink. I love having my hot beverage. We talked about mud water. We talked about different beverages. Um, that But that me time is addictive and that peaceful connection with Mother Earth, <laughs> with God, um, you know, or source or whatever, you, whatever um, you use uh, to be your source. Um, taking time for that connection. That's the thing you miss the most. That's the thing I miss the most. Yes. Um, I need yes. it. I crave it. So Everything else is swimming downstream from there. Easy. Yeah.
0: And for those who don't have a spiritual practice, let's say somebody's listening to this because they're interested in shifting from surviving to thriving. uh, Was it easy for you at first to start building this, this practice of meditation? So
1: for meditation, and I will say, if you, if you're the person who says, Oh, I have ADHD. I can't sit still for that long. I'm not doing that. I would say that's fine. What if you just go for a morning walk and let yourself process thoughts? Um, but for me, what I did was I was very interested in learning how to meditate. Um, I think for some people, if you're a process person and you want to learn why and how it can be helpful. Um, I, I have a science background. I'm in biology. Um, Deepak Chopra wrote a book on meditation with another author, the book is about um, a surgeon, I think he's a neurosurgeon, and Deepak Chopra, who wrote the book together. And he explains, because he had a near-death experience, how meditation actually helps your brain function at a higher level. And so um, for me, reading that, it really helped me as a process person go, there's value in this it's okay to take your time. Mm. It's okay if it's not perfect. I've been meditating for years. I still sit down. Sometimes I just joked the other day. I just joked, AKA think I supposed to meditate. I just sat and thought my brain was too busy. It's fine. It you know, it doesn't, (laughs) I don't always get there. You know? Yes. I don't think a lot of people do, but if you don't hold space for it, of course you're never going to get there. And so for me, it's wake up, try to do as little as possible before I get into meditation, because once the brain gets going, it's hard Mm -hmm. for me. And I'm a morning person. And um, sometimes it's journaling, sometimes it's meditation. Um, And it's always, you know, getting that drink, getting that nice, my way of coaxing myself, you know, to sit down with, with my thoughts.
0: Yes. Yeah. Most definitely. Uh, you know, having a, a starting point, a center point, because I think a lot of people, when they wake up, you know, the alarm goes off, and then boom, they just jump out of bed, and and they're thinking about things that they need to get done, or things that in the past, yesterday, or you know, whenever that they still haven't done, and so then that creates more mental chaos, uh, and then you're in that uh, survival mode. You know, so I love how you incorporate some sort of meditation, even if a person, uh, and it's not about, and I've said this so many times, it's not about sitting for hours and, you know, silent, you know, you can have a meditation app on your phone, you can listen to music, as you said, Terry, you know, go for a walk, even your breath can be a meditation, just breathing in and out and focusing on that rhythm. Um, and it can be just two minutes or 30 seconds. You know, that's what it is. It just breaks that ruminating thinking and the, that cycle of thought that's happening there. Terry, if you could just kind of unpack um, what that was for you, um, feeling maybe that vulnerability as is, is you were shifting from that masculine to fem- feminine energy.
1: Well, th- that is a really good question. Thank you for asking this. Um, you know, from, like I said, from being a very young child, very young, and having to fight to keep up with my brothers so I wouldn't get left home alone, <laughs> so I could go do things and, and get out of a house and um, just have some control. I mean, from a childhood perspective of, from back then, clear up to probably until I was about 38 years old, mm-hmm. I... I've always used my masculine energy to get myself somewhere. So it was really a challenge for me to slow down, to stop trying to do something and just allow answers to come to me. I mean, I could remember getting ready to work with my coach and, and this was not physical coaching. This was all lifestyle coaching. And I literally remember thinking, Oh, I guess I got to go talk about my feelings again. And I was just like, I don't want to do it. You know? Um, And and the contrast was I was actually coaching her in in training and she was resistant to that. So the contrast between the two of us was really quite fun and actually helped lighten the load a little bit because it was like, huh, I wonder what I'm doing that makes her not like working out. It's so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't think it's fun at all. Just like you don't think it's fun to go to coaching. <laughs> and so um my my response to that really though is be curious you know be curious about your inner dialogue and and ask yourself well where is that coming from because it's okay it's okay if you don't love it at first it's okay if starting a meditation practice and it, it maybe maybe sitting and meditating isn't for you maybe it's walking or journaling or I don't know like you said just sitting and thinking about your breath or do we have I mean there's lots of yeah. ways to do it and that's even
0: um the vulnerability of even questioning why is me feeling my feelings why am I so resistant to that and i know for most men in our western society it is so taboo for them to even show their emotions or even um get in touch with the insecurities or vulnerabilities or abandonment the first emotion that usually comes up is anger you know because that's a defense so uh, just being curious to why is it that um, I don't feel that my emotions are, are valued here when we are emotional beings this is what separates us from the other animals
1: Yes,
0: acceptance is so so mm. important. Yeah. Except those parts of us that yeah. we've denied, um, that we feel that we need to push down in order to strive to keep moving forward. But that's the weight that's holding us back really. Those are
1: those blocks really we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. And it's good to just thank your ego. Thank that. It's it's I there's no regret. There's I don't look back and go, Poor me, that's so sad. I think, wow, that makes sense now. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that I don't put it together only way for me to survive and drive now, you know, like that's, and and so my, um, former masculine, like do, 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 or if I see that popping up, I always get curious and think, Hey, you know what? I don't need to be that. I don't need to think, I don't need to approach it this way anymore. Like I'm safe now. I can do I can do other things. And that is where once again, that energy work, I feel really does a lot for people. Yeah. So
0: I'm also curious um Terry about was it easy for you to leave your corporate job and start your own business did you have any little fears or questioning like why am i doing this you know after you quit your job i don't know so this is why i'm asking because you know some people might be listening saying, "Oh yeah, that's great she or was already a person, you know a trainer she's already done all this stuff, so of course she's gonna go into this, but I'm sure there was some you know uncertainties there happening for you, so can you describe that
1: for us of of that journey oh, I'm being just, cur- courageous I'm so glad you asked. I think that and now that I'm on the other side of of some pretty hard times, Um, it's a lot easier to look back and think, you know, my best to make sure that I looked professional, and no one knew what was going on behind the scenes. I will say that the universe basically kicked me out of that corporate job. It wasn't that I lost it. But another I was an independent contractor at the time and another company came in to run the entire wellness facility. And I was invited to re-interview for my job, which I got back easily because I had my numbers were amazing. Like I, you know, I had great numbers. However, I was an independent contractor, and now I was an employee. And as the employee, my pay was literally fifty percent of what I was making before. And so it was kind of hard to go to your job knowing you're getting half a paycheck, <laughs> and it just felt like, you know. God's trying to tell you something, you know, go out there and do your own thing. Well, the first gym we opened was in a downtown area in a very big city is can I say the city? Yes. Okay, so we're in downtown Des Moines, not far away from the business that I you know, the corporate place that I work. Um, But boy, if the universe wasn't trying to tell me something, I mean, the building where we were, lots of things went wrong. There was like, the parking garage that was across the street in a downtown area got torn down and there were buildings that were, or there were trucks parked in front of the parking garage where all my parking would be, even if I had any on the street, torn down. And then there was a fire, the Yonkers building burned. So there was an issue with people. No one could get to my gym. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So I had this like literally what you might pay for a small car, Payment every month for a total of a cart, okay, wow. this huge rent payment. And guess what all the other bu- um, businesses in the building were failing because there was no parking. and so as these businesses are leaving, our cams are going up. That's you know the cost to like get rid of your sewage and your um, garbage. And I mean we were just it was not a good financial place to be. And I would wake up in the and this is the other thing I was in such despair that I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would just pray like, Oh my gosh, what have I done to my family? I'm going to bankrupt my, family. you know, like all of this for my, my, you know, like my dream is going to cause my family to go bankrupt. And you know what, by the grace of God, everything worked out. We, I got out of that building and I got into another one. It was very successful financially. Um, I just knew it was time though. We had some opportunities come up where, you know, we, we knew we're empty nesters that we wanted to live somewhere warmer. And so now we're in Texas. Um, my husband's job brought us here and it was, it it was time to, you know, find a, find someone to help find someone to take over my gym family because I love my people. Yeah, love them. I I'm, I'm as close to my gym family as I am to my own personal family. I, yeah. I still care. You are about a them. very dedicated
0: person. Them. You're very dedicated. That's what another thing I love about you. Uh, you're you. very committed.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, what happened was I just, when the whole thing for Texas came up, I just prayed and I, I said, God, if or universe, if you, I'm just going to use universal words. So anybody could use this universe. If I'm supposed to be somewhere else, would you please show me a sign? Would you please? And I said, would you please bring me someone who would love on my clients the way I love on them? I mean, that was the thing that I was stuck. That's where I was stuck. And that exact same week, a gym member, former pastor, former gym manager who had met his wife 35 years ago in a gym, came up to me and asked me, he's like, hey, do you ever, have you ever thought about running classes over on the other side, you know, like doing some circuit work? He had this idea for a class, and I was like, that's fantastic. And he told me his backstory, and I said, have you ever, like, have you ever thought about owning a gym? And he goes, is this for sale? <laughs> and he bought my gym. <gasps> yes, that's exactly right. Same
0: week same asking week. you shall receive, you know, and it's Be all open. About talking and connecting with others because other people are, are open and receptive or, or they might know somebody, know somebody. I mean, that's what it's all about. We're all
1: connected. Yes, we are. I so love and that allowing, story. allowing, you know, you can't just say this and then walk around with your arms crossed, <laughs> <blocking>. <laughs> right? Like be open. Yeah.
0: Be open to different opportunities because it's going to show up in a way that you can't even realize, you know, when you're, when you're in alignment, when you're in that receptive mode or even asking, as I say, like if turning your worries into wonder being, you could have been worry, 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 but no, you let go, let God, so to speak. And then that shows up. So when we're experiencing a a uncertainty or can't see the end result, and, and things feel like it's really closing in, just, I invite you to shift it a little bit to, Oh, I wonder how this is going to work out. I know I'm on the right path. I know this is where I need to be. I don't know how this other part's going to fall into place, but I just wonder, you know, that type of thing. And and there it is for you. That's
1: amazing, Terry. Yeah. Surrender, surrender big time, <sighs> especially getting myself out of that downtown gym. I was just like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to work, but if you could just get me out of this, I promise <laughs> <laughs> I will be a humble servant. <laughs> yeah. And you
0: made that commitment for yourself and for your patrons and your clients that's where you show up that's that's really the proof in the pudding so to speak is how you connect and and hold up your part you know with others and there's no empty promises with you that's for sure
1: that's for sure but i, I really think it's important to look back and you know like when you, when you think you know someone else's story you only know like this much, and there's a lot on the back end, you know, yes. that you don't know. There, I'm sure we all can think of things that people don't know about us. So when we're with, if we, if we do find ourselves in that comparison syndrome, or that comparison situation, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. And remembering that, you say know, that again. You know, comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. <laughs> big time. It is. And so I think we just need to pay attention to our internal dialogues because, you know, I was doing my best to look professional. I mean, gosh, you know, you know I'm not going to get more people into my business if they all know that I'm like struggling to stay afloat. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm not showing that. And so I, th- I think that that's important. I think people might have seen that and thought, oh, her life's pre- my life was not perfect. Yes. <laughs> And I also yeah. wasn't tapping into my feminine energy very well or my, you know, my yin and the yang. I was all yang. It was all go, just do, do whatever you got to do. And I just want to encourage anybody that feels like they're just like scrambling. To mm-hmm. stop. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah, stop but there's a happen. lot of fear in if I
0: stop, then I'm going to drown or. You know, that type of thing when it, when that's the mind and because the mind's trying to protect us and yeah. that's that go, go, go. I got to do, do, do in order to be. And then when you find some sort of balance, however, that is for you, all of the, you listening, um, just finding some ease and grace for yourself is so important, especially if you're looking at shifting careers or shifting um, things within you. I I highly recommend working from the inside out because as, as we do the work within, then you are the ripple effect, as I've talked about also. You know, as you're working and doing the work for you, then things are going to shift and change around you and even others in your life. And I think, Terry, that has been another uh, beautiful unfolding for you as well as you've done this inner work. Yeah. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that in your personal life? Just a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can definitely say that shifting from the do, do, do to allowing using the, um, the feminine, version of ourselves where it's not about doing it's just sitting back and going well what could be done for me instead of me doing everything or what am I blocking Um, and just sitting back and doing that I mean it's changed my life I know like I think of the people that I've met I value you April Um, I went through Reiki master training with my friend my very good friend Angela I have just it's opened doors to so many things not just socially but yes socially um spending time with the right kinds of people that lift you up you know and paying attention they say you're like the you're most like the five people you hang around so you know just taking a moment to look at okay you know i'm trying to change things in my life and i'm hanging around people that are you know maybe putting veils over me or you know, maybe, maybe they're not as uplifting, you know, maybe I could call my friend, I don't know, so-and-so who I always laugh when I'm with her, you know, she's always so positive. Maybe that's somebody I should give a call. They want to go have coffee or go for a walk or, um, or maybe it's, um, I mean, that's, that's what I was talking about in terms of like the, you know, the social aspect. But I would say doing that inner work, uh, Reiki specifically, and, you know, I've listened to your podcasts enough. I know you had the chance to talk about Reiki just recently and how it's been such a beautiful uh, blessing for you. And that has been a blessing for me as well. Um, And I really feel like it has opened up my body and my energy to allow better things to come to me. Yes that's a really big that so I use reiki in my spiritual practice in my morning routine every single morning I start with a reiki master practice that you taught me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's great. And it makes me feel like I'm, you know, it just makes every I when I compare myself now to even 5 years ago I feel like 5 years ago I was swimming upstream. And just like you said, just climbing as hard as I could. And I also have to give um, kudos to my friend Janet, who is my coach, and she really helped me connect that masculine um, versus feminine energy. You know, we need some. We can't just sit around and just you know, womb and pray that the, our gardens will be weeded, right? We need to get up and weed them and water. Them, yes, right. Yes, but simple weeding and watering can produce beautiful results, you know?
0: Yeah, and having somebody there also to walk with you or to guide is so important because we all want more for ourselves and we only know what we know. And it's not right or wrong. It's just what we've learned to adapt, to survive in this life. And so um, having somebody else to observe, like an outside observer, and, um, really being open and, and there's a little bit of vulnerability with that, um, sharing yourself with somebody that way they can really help you when you are open to it. Cause some people they'll say, yes, I want help. And then, and then when you're talking with them, they'll say, what are you talking about? That's not me. <laughs> right. They so get so scared. Scared. Yeah. 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 And, and- It's, it's uncertainty and um, maybe part of them um, hasn't witnessed that within them. And, and so being very open, curious, and just wondering like, well, what can I learn from this person? I want to grow, but I don't know how, or what is this growth all about Uh, type of thing? Um, where it's the spirituality and um, especially if people are more practical than spiritual um, Mm -hmm. it's really about uncovering those layers within you and having somebody like you yourself terry to help people on that way so for those who are interested and and want to hear more or learn more about you uh, what's your contact information
1: Oh, okay. So my website is uh, infinitesynergywellness.com. It's infinite synergy wellness, and I'm on Instagram at infinite synergy wellness and on Facebook as well at infinite synergy wellness. And then I am just about to launch, I've kind of done a soft launch. It's there. Um, my YouTube channel is going to be called The Synergy Lab. So Ooh. out back, I have a she shed in the back. And we are going to be outfitting it with uh, fitness equipment, and we are going to be doing fitness tips um, and different workouts. Uh, I also have a cookbook out, so I'll be doing... so it'll be fitness tips, nutrition tips, and then we'll also be covering uh, some reiki or some energy work as well. And so, I really believe that that is where it all starts. I mean, if you if you're looking for a place to start, friends. Just start looking at that energy work. I it makes everything so much easier. Take it from a person who <laughs> who started with the hard part. It was like Yes. Gosh, once and I got it, it I felt it, like saying, Why didn't I know? <laughs> and that's okay,
0: because you're here now, right? Just like everyone else. Right. Um and and I feel um really starting with with the heart and you know, even placing your hands on your heart and feeling that warmth and support from yourself, you know, because we're our own resource. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and then just that's energy that that's really all you need. Really. I know it sounds so hokey. Everyone's going, Oh, it's come so on simple. now. But it, it's simple. This is you, right? No one else can simple. do it for you. Wonderful. Yeah, well, Thank you, my friend, for being here today. Thank you for sharing your journey and um, being that inspiration for others. Yeah. Thank
1: so, you so much for having me. This was really fun.
0: Yeah, I, I I so enjoy all of our conversations, even the side conversations that we have. Uh, you know, everyone here—if whether you're listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube—really. Terry what you see is what you get this is who she is this is she's just a light and she has so much charisma and uh wonderful energy and she truly deeply holds compassion for others so it's a wonderful way to have someone to help guide you and um really see your true potential and help you uncover that for yourself. So thank you, my friends, for being here, for tuning in for this uh, series. And um, next time I look forward to connecting with you and bringing in more guests to share their stories of shifting from um, surviving to thriving and uh, really discovering more about ourselves on this journey be well i so appreciate your time today as right here right now together we are forming a new stone soup of collective consciousness and your essence is needed to add to the amazing vibration we just experienced. Please remember that you can always review any of these podcasts and receive that same energy you experienced here, because you are part of that, of the energy, of the connection that we are creating here. If you would like to reach out with any questions or want to know more information about my services, please visit my website at livingwithintention.co. Or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at livingwithintention.co. Also, you can download the free app of mindbodyspirit.fm and listen anytime, anywhere via Spotify, Google, and Apple to have access to all my podcasts as well as the other amazing speakers who are part of the MindBodySpirit.fm community. Be well, my friends, and keep shining your light and sharing your truth. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon.
1: Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world?